All right, y'all, the short and sweet of it. Episode two coming at you right now. Welcome to the five-minute spinoff podcast from your boys over at T-Bosch and the fellas talking life and sports, where I, Thomas Bosch, your host and creator, take down one hot topic from the sports world and one topic only. And what, folks, is a hotter topic than the NBA trade deadline? Not a damn thing is the answer if you were wondering. We all owe a huge thank you to that up-and-down dumpster fire from Believe Land and old King James and his court of clowns. Now, if you're a sports fan and you follow the NBA in any way, you know that most NBA trade deadlines, for the most part, are pretty much mundane. What you'll often see going up to the trade deadline is many teams saying a whole lot of things, talking about acquiring players that they're never going to have. But I get it. A lot of NBA teams put out a lot of different feelers out there around trade deadline just to see if anything hits. I mean, really, there's only a few scenarios in which your team's going to be implicated in a trade rumor leading up to the trade deadline. Because let's be honest, most of the time when you hear your team's name involved in a trade rumor, it's because you're not very good. And that leads me to scenario number one. You're an NBA franchise at the bottom of the barrel. You've got what? 12, 13 wins all season long coming up to the trade deadline. You pretty much know your toast, right? You've been bad all season long and you know what time it is. It's blow-up time, full-blown rebuild mode. As a fan, you might not want to go there, but as a front office guy, you know you're definitely thinking about it. Okay, so you're in rebuild mode. Now, what do you do? You've got a couple of talented players, but it never seems to quite come together the way you want it to, so you probably think you're going to get something for them, right? I mean, there are younger players on the bench, and since you know you're definitely not going to make the playoffs, why not get them a little extra PT, right? And if you decide you're in rebuild mode, you want to see what you got. I get that. But more often than not, the franchise that's in rebuild mode trying to get rid of their talented players asks for too much and nothing ever happens. So that's scenario number one. Guess what? Player pretty much stays, or you get rid of them for way less than you probably wanted to. And on to scenario number two, and I feel like you probably see this a lot less than the first scenario, but there's those teams that are actually playing good ball, have a good record, and are probably bound for the playoffs, but think maybe they're one player away. Could be one good three-point shooter, lockdown defender, big man away from taking their playoff run to the next level, and that is their mindset. The best scenario I can really give there is the Blake Griffin trade to Detroit. Now, Detroit is right on the edge of the playoffs, but they are playing decent ball and getting better with Blake on the court. That's just a fact. And good for them, because I've always thought Blake Griffin was hot garbage. So those are the two basic scenarios. And then, of course, you've got that absolute smoky, stinky dumpster fire known as the Cleveland Cavaliers. I've seen a lot of NBA trade deadlines come and go, but I have never, ever in my life seen something like this. And I gotta hand it to them, as much as I hate on the Cavs, they made the trade deadline pretty interesting. In the months, weeks leading up to the deadline, a lot of chatter out there about who was going to do what, and the Cavs were definitely square in the middle of it. But time went on, kept going on, nothing happened, nothing happened, trade deadline day comes. 9 in the morning, 10 in the morning, eh, 11 in the morning, nothing, we got nothing. And then all of a sudden, lunchtime comes around. Breaking news, Isaiah Thomas traded to the Lakers. What? How did that even happen? The guy you gave up Kyrie Irving for. Yeah, that guy, right? Now, honestly, I don't even think IT is a top 15 point guard in the NBA. That's just me. 
But if you're the Cavs, you got to think, what, you gave him 14 games to prove himself this year? Well, there goes that experiment. Off goes IT, Channing Fry, and a 2018 first-round pick for Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance. And I like those guys, but they're bench players. Okay, Cavs, that was a big move. Big move on trade day. Good job. Fast forward one hour later. Breaking news. D-Wade, Derrick Rose, Jay Crowder, and Ahmad Shumpert. Gone. What? They just got rid of half of their roster. Literally half of their roster. And of all people, LeBron James's roll dog, Mr. Dwayne Wade. I can't imagine LeBron loved that one too much. But off they go. D-Wade back to the Heat. Crowder and Rose to the Jazz. And Shumpert over to Sacramento. But the Cavs, they got George Hill and Rodney Hood. And when it's all said and done, if we're being completely honest, this is a huge, major, complete, and total upgrade over the roster you just had. So I'm going to throw a whole bunch of kudos at you and give you a golf clap. Folks, I'm an open and honest hater of all things Cavaliers. If there's a chance to take a shot at LeBron, I normally am the first one firing it off. But in this case, I got to give it to them and thank them for making the trade deadline something to get excited about. Because it never, ever happens. And it was just crazy. And we all just were out of our minds. So thank you, Cleveland. LeBron James, I still hope you lose in the first round of the playoffs. But congratulations, Cleveland. You got a little better and a little younger. So we'll see how you deal with it. And that, folks, is the short and sweet of it. Take a listen on iTunes and SoundCloud. And stay tuned for my next hot topic coming at you for episode three. And if you thought this was good, definitely go check out T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports. Come follow along with our daily sports content, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at T-Bosh and the Fellas. You can find all our episodes, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Like I tell them on the fellas, there's only one way to be, folks, and that is nice to each other. Damn it! Be nice to each other. 